Having a school store. Let's talk about having a fun but fancy yet free yet very flexible school store that you can use not only for a behavior management system but also to raise money for your for your own dream school and to teach students about the economy. I had a incredible outreach from so many people through our Facebook page and group asking me to do a podcast on a school store after a recent picture that I posted on Facebook of me with a shopping cart and all these baskets from the Dollar Tree. And so without further ado, I'm going to share with you something I've been doing for many years, even as a public school teacher that have transferred into our micro school and have also helped us raise money. So let's get to shopping. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Here it is, the first initial start of a new year. And I am just elated that I get to share so many great, inspiring shows with you, episodes with you, because I know that there's a lot of times here on the podcast, you want some nitty gritty information. We talk about mindset. We talk about money. We talk about time. We talk about enrollment. We talk about processes. We talk about very tactical, organizational, so many things, right? But then we also need to make sure that we're talking about all the fun things, you know, the things that we used to do whenever we first started teaching, but just made us so happy in the, in the moments whenever we were younger that we remember as children, as students. And so I want to share with you our school store. I'll go back to how it all began in my classroom. And this is very basic, my friends. I just want you to know this is nothing that's super fancy. It can be as fancy as you want it. The sky is the limit. But I'm just going to share what we do and how it has actually helped us to raise money and teach our students about money. So Many, many years. I mean, honestly, the very first year that I was a teacher, I had a classroom store. Probably got this from my mom because she is definitely a couponer. She loves shopping. And we always had really nice organized closets full of like tin shampoos. So I also loved working at my mom's garage sales, which were a big town event. Let's just say that. So having a classroom store was really fun for me. I would go and honestly sell, sell, quote unquote, sell. Basically, the students would earn money in class for their behavior or work or however you want to use it 
dollar bills. And then we would open up the school store. And of course, you know, depending on your storage, it can just be bins. It can just be boxes. It can be in your garage and you get it out once a month. We would, I would put in candles or gifts that I didn't see me actually using or just old accessories that I didn't want anymore, gently used items, things that I could purchase from the Dollar Tree. And it actually was such a positive behavior management. I mean, I don't remember anyone whenever I was teaching that had a classroom store. And I think there were years, you know, as I began teaching on down the line, more and more places that I had taught at, I saw more and more teachers doing this. Because I think in our minds, we think that this could be a really big expense or that we have to get really, really nice things. And we don't. So just let's just start there. Start very simple. You can get some boxes, and some bins and start collecting. I actually have a box in my closet that I use and I put Goodwill on one. I put resell in another. I label it resell in case my daughters want to resell their clothes and get some money to buy more. And then I have another box in my closet that says school store. Because when my daughters are finished or have never used anything, I'll take their items and put them in the school store. I've done that for years. And it's so funny because my oldest daughter, Jalen, would come into my classroom at the end of the day and she would say, hey, that's my old pillow. Or, you know, like a cute little pillow. Or that's my, those were my socks that grandma gave me. I'm like, well, you had them in your drawer for two years. You never used them. So they went into the school store. Not only was it a great behavior management system, it was such a great decluttering process, my friends. It really was, personally. And I mean, you could just just go through your house and see how many things you really don't need anymore. And, and not only that kids would buy for themselves, but they'll buy for their brothers, their sisters, their mothers, their fathers. I actually see kids do that more often than buying for themselves. Lotions, vases, flower pots, whatever it is, go through your house. Let's just start there. Go through your house, find all the things you don't use anymore and put them in a box. And think about your students being able to earn money or right now we use punch cards. We bought punch cards off of Amazon and students earn punches for all sorts of great, glorious things. We don't take punches away. That's the thing is we get a little badge and I'm, and now this is a little bit more complex. I don't know if we will do this anymore, but the students have lanyards and in the lanyards, they got a pouch and in the pouch, they got a punch card. They seem to really love it can be a little bit of a maintenance issue because they lose their lanyard, then they lose their pouch. But we laid the law down and we're like, listen, you lose it, you got to buy a new one. It's coming out of your own pocket, baby. So that really helped change and they take pride in it. So that's their quote unquote wallet necklace. Now, what we end up doing is because we have 45 students right now, we were only opening up the school store once a month. I actually went to the Dollar Tree at the beginning of the school year and I bought $150 worth of items. And that can feel very overwhelming when you're at the Dollar Tree doing that. But I, let me tell you something. I thought I can invest $150 into a positive behavior management system. That I can do. That changes things. Not only is it increasing positive behavior, but it's also teaching the students how to earn, how to work, and how to spend. So we have many students 
that you would think maybe because of impulsivity that they would spend all their money, they actually save it. And they're like, no, I want to save up for this. No, I want to save my punches for that bear. No, I want to save my punches for that car because I want to buy it for my brother. So sweet. And what we have done is we've opened it up to once a month, the students get to go shopping. But we found that that was just too long for kids to wait. Prior, I have always done a Friday shopping. That seemed to get a little bit overwhelming. And, you know, if you have a, if you have a handful of kids, that's doable. But you also have to think about how much you can replenish that school store. And so for us, starting out, it was once a month. We needed, we had a new location. We had more kids. We had more systems and processes. But now what we are doing is we have baskets and clear bins. We, my husband built shelves in a, in a little room, in a teacher supply room. And he built shelves for the baskets to go on. We have them labeled with the amount of money that each basket is worth. And we are going to have parent volunteers come in once a week or once every two weeks. We haven't nailed that down yet for students to be able to shop more frequently. And I think that it is absolutely so incredibly beneficial for students to be able to see that when they get paid, they get to shop, they get to make decisions. Do they want to spend? Do they not want to spend? And there's so many creative ways that you can do this. Did I ever think we would have a school store, like a, like our own little spot where the school store is? Let me tell you something. It's not that fancy. If you're imagining like this beautiful Pinterest school store that the kids walk into and they're like, oh. okay, actually they do that. But as an adult, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, that's so absolutely beautiful. It's so Pinterest worthy. No, it's shelves that aren't painted. It's bins that are a little a little mismatched right now. It's index cards that are taped on. Okay, we're just a work in progress around here. Now, would we like for it to expand? Absolutely. Absolutely. And get nice and absolutely. But let me tell you, that's not where we started. We started in, in boxes underneath tables in my classroom and in in my house we had them in the garage that we pulled out once a week then we've got cute little storage containers that actually fit into a bookshelf that you didn't even know what was inside of there they were made out of wood like wooden baskets that became a thing now this year we've it's not that fancy looking but it's definitely functional and what happened was we started out with students earning the punches and getting to go shopping. And then I decided, since the kids love it so much, let's actually have a school store for our December to Remember fundraiser, which if you go back to episodes, you can hear about that sponsorship and donations because the idea was let's bring in some fresh new items, which let me also insert here. That many parents, I will send out in our weekly email, if you have any gently used items, please don't, please consider donating them to our school store. I cannot tell you how many items have been donated from our own students to the school store. And if they bring in an item, so let's say Isla brings in five things from home, we give her five punches for donating her items. And she just loves being able to give. So it's also teaching students how to give and to receive. It is also really, really nice to be able to take that concept and then monetize off of it for a fundraiser. So I went back to the Dollar Tree. I invested 50 more dollars for our December to Remember campaign. And let's say things were a dollar or $2 or maybe something came in a package of six and we 
priced each one out at 50 cents or a dollar. We were actually able to raise almost $600 from the school store. My parents started donating, other family members started donating. So many people are like, I've never opened up this game. I've never worn this shirt. So-and-so's never worn. Kids were coming in with clothes with tags on it. So many cool things. I even had a parent go to the Dollar Tree to shop for me. And she goes, you won't even believe it. She goes, whenever you ask me to go shop for you at the school store, for the school store, she goes, I'm going to be honest, I was nervous. I was nervous. I was not going to do a very good job. She goes, who would have known how much fun I had? She goes, I really thought, what would I like to buy from the Dollar Tree? And cute little vases and all sorts of fun items that she was able to buy that we were then able to re- to turn around and make a profit off of. And not just off of that. I mean, there were so many things that I went through with my house that I had never used before that I sold those. It was kind of like a garage sale. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was like a garage sale, <laughs> but it was a, it was a nice garage sale. Okay. And it helped fundraise for our school. And what better way? I mean, the kids were chomping at the bit every day. I'm like, now, are you sure your parents said that you could spend another five, ten dollars Yeah, 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 yeah. It's from my own piggy bank. And they were buying for their family members. And I got to tell you, they were also buying for themselves for our fundraiser. But I totally believe that having a school store on a regular basis was absolutely so beneficial to then turning it into something that we could monetize. And we'll absolutely do it again. Absolutely. We sold almost, again, $600. And that was out of our $3,100 fundraiser that we had raised $600. Out of that was straight from the school store. And it gave us practice beforehand just to have our behavior management system functioning in that way. And I say, start small. Get a couple baskets. Get some play money off Amazon. Get some punch cards off Amazon. If you want to do lanyards, see, that's the great part about it is we don't collect their punch cards and we don't hold on to it. They're responsible for all of it, which can be somewhat of a problem if you don't have the organizational skills to take care of it, but they learn real quickly that it's their responsibility. So definitely Think about a budget for your classroom store, what you would like to invest in, and think about ways that you could then take that experience and monetize off of it for the future. I can't wait to hear your ideas, and I look forward to sharing more with you and even giving you a behind the scenes of our classroom store very, very soon. In the meantime, head on over to Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community over on Facebook. Interact with us. And of course, go to our website, teachersletyourlightshine.com to see all of our resources for those of you who are starting your micro school, growing it, and also just ready to thrive and take the next move. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.